Our next guest, Kimberly Strassel, has some big news all happening on the Hunter Biden front. Um, You know, before we get into it, did you see the president uh, just a little bit ago, Kim, uh, suggesting Republicans will impeach him because inflation is down, basically saying, ha, ha, ha. Uh, it, It was so flippant. It almost was like, catch me if you can. Classic Biden. Yes, I know. And, you know, there was a couple of things there, not just uh, laughing it off, but also taking credit for things that aren't happening or haven't happened fast enough and for problems he created. Yay. Kimberly, it's Richard Weinberg. Welcome back. I read your column. I think it's absolutely an extraordinary column because it lays out exactly the fact that there was collusion between the Justice Department and Defense Counsel. On the steel, the whole thing was a sham. They were trying to flim-flam the judge and push it through. Could you comment on that? Yeah, it's absolutely remarkable. First, we find out from these whistleblowers that the investigation was tilted entirely in Hunter Biden's and Joe Biden's favor. Now we find out this plea deal was as well, too. Um, And there's a couple of provisions really worth noting. One of them is obviously this diversion program that Hunter is required to go into saying that he won't use uh, any drugs or or hold a firearm um, for two years. And if so, this gun charge gets dropped. Normally, it's always the Department of Justice that decides whether or not the terms of that agreement have been violated. Instead, Hunter's team demanded that that authority be given to a judge on the grounds that they argued that a future Republican Department of Justice might not be uh, trusted to correctly uh, hold him to account and might go after him. I mean, it was so extraordinary that the judge says that it's likely unconstitutional. I, I agree with that. And the other, but the other thing, it seems to me, and you, you raise this in the column, I think you're absolutely right, the blanket immunity that was given, the overbroad immunity against crimes they're supposed to be investigating now. Talk about that, yes. please. Yeah, and in addition, not only this broad immunity for, in, in essence, anything related to the investigation that touched on the things that were in this plea deal. Um, so you, you've got all that. But they tucked it into a part of the deal, a second part of the deal, that essentially made it impossible for the judge to strip it out without killing the entire arrangement. And that really steamed the judge. She actually asked them, one of the prosecutors, have you ever seen an agreement put together like this? And he said, no. Yeah, that was a moment. By the way, the prosecutor actually said, uh, you know, Kim, I want to ask you real quick about uh, Devin Archer, because Monday he is expected to testify. There's a huge headline today that he's in hiding and he fears for his safety and his family's safety. Uh, he could have the goods on Hunter Biden. No wonder we did a segment before you how the dog is so stressed out there. I think everybody in the White House is probably stressed out over Devin Archer on Monday, potentially. Well, and this is finally the people the Republicans really need to be talking to. I mean, some of the witnesses have been good. Obviously, the whistleblowers were important. But it's Hunter Biden's business partners who need to go under oath and explain exactly which meetings Joe Biden was in, what calls he was on, who 10 for the big guy actually is referring to, um, and get to the bottom of some of this. We have Tony Bobolinsky who did that, but for some reason he was largely written off by the media. Um, We need to get these guys in under oath and get some evidence out there that's going to be even harder for the media to flim-flam with. Absolutely. And everybody, we're talking to Wall Street Journal uh, uh, on the editorial board. By the way, she has an awesome new book. It's called The Biden Malaise. Uh, Governor David Patterson, you have a question for Kim. Kimberly, going back to the arrangement uh, and the defense insisting that 
the judge be, in a sense, the supervisor of it, which is actually, in my opinion, whether not even unconstitutional, it's just not part of the law. The judge can't be that uh, individual who watches the defendant after the plea deal. And then makes the charge. And then makes the charge, exactly. That's right. And she, in in fact, made your point. She said, look, this is essentially imbuing me with the powers of a prosecutor. We have this thing called the separation of powers. I don't get to do both of those things. It it, it actually, I mean, you could make the argument it also wouldn't be appropriate uh, in fairness to Hunter in some ways. Yeah, and and she even said that. By the way, Judge Weinberg, you got a great question, too, here for uh, Kimberly. Kimberly. There's there's this controversy going on whether or not a special counsel should be appointed to investigate uh, uh, Joe Biden and, and Hunter. And the uh, Senate Republicans are calling for it, some of them, and the House Republicans leading the committees are are against it. My problem is if a special counsel appointed by Garland, you can't trust that it would be anything but a show. Who's ever heard about the special counsel doing anything in the investigation of uh, Biden's document retention? And then they can put up the phony story, well, it's an ongoing investigation, and let the statute of limitations run. So in my view, you have to get a couple of things here. You either get an indictment, which tolls the statute of limitations, or you get a waiver of the statute of uh, limitations. What do you say on that? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more with the complications of a special counsel. One, I don't like special counsels in general. I have issues with them. Um, but I think not only the, the question of whether or not it it it, uh, it then makes it impossible to go after him because of the statute, um, but also it's going to deep six this, um, you know, and we're not going to get any more information. And I think it's really vital people get this information now as we are headed into a reelection so that they understand the man who wants to be president again, what we actually know about him. If a special counsel takes over, all of this information goes away potentially for years. Yeah, just like uh, the special counsel who's supposedly looking at Biden's documents. Uh, we've heard zilch. Um, Kim Strassel, thank you. We love you. Have a great weekend, Kim. Great stuff. Thank you. You guys, too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.